welcome, friends, to the 13th episode of Lucky Charms Unplugged. I'm your host, Jackie Jean. This episode will formally be called Episode 1 of Season 2. So we're starting over, sort of. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. Before we get started, I want to mention that the Borellas Podcasters Guild has dissolved. But we're still a community of great podcasters throughout New Mexico, and the shows are still out there for those of you who are podcast addicts. Some of the shows available are 10 Drink Minimum, for those interested in the downtown scene of Albuquerque, True Consequences, hosted by my friend Eric Carter-Londine, that features true crime in New Mexico, Dos Pequeños, also hosted by Eric and another friend, Alex, for paranormal comedy from around the world, In the Rye Comedy, All Sick, Cooking the Books, and my other show, Cause of Death, and several others. Please support New Mexico podcasters. We all work hard to bring quality content your way. Speaking of support, I've created a Patreon page with several different levels so that you can support this show. Podcasting is no easy feat. In the last year, I've had to buy a computer, a microphone, and a sound station. I've had to pay for studio time, and I've paid for research. Any support you can give only makes the show better and helps alleviate some of the cost. Merch will soon be available. I'm working on some pretty fun artwork, including the Lucky Charms Unplugged Presents, the Russian Cats, and some other neat stuff. I'll let you know when and where that will be available. Feel free to join the Facebook group and follow the Facebook page. Or you can find me on Instagram at Lucky Charms Unplugged. Okay, enough of that. There are fun stories to tell. It's good to be back. I've got some great stories for you this season. Since this is the 13th episode, today's stories are going to center around lucky numbers, especially the number 13. The number 13 gets a lot of bad press, so I'm going to tell you why 13 is also lucky. Fair warning, there's going to be math, but it's fun, and I'll do it for you. So let's get started. According to Wolfram Alpha, lucky numbers are a part of actual number theory. Isn't that cool? I think it's awesome. There are a couple of ways to calculate lucky numbers in mathematics. The first one is Euler's lucky numbers. Now stay with me. This is calculated by k squared minus k plus n where k is equal to any number between 1 and 40, and n is equal to 41. So, if k equals 3 and n equals 41, then 3 squared minus 3 plus 41 equals 9 minus 3 plus 41 equals 6 plus 41 equals 47. The process makes a prime number which Euler thought was a lucky number since prime numbers aren't divisible by any other number but themselves and one. The prime numbers below 41 are 2, 3, 5, 7, 11, 
13, 17, 19, 23, 29, 31, and 37. Okay, so who was Euler and why did he matter? Euler was a Swiss mathematician, geographer, physicist, astronomer, logician, and engineer. He founded graph theory and topology. He also participated in the discovery of analytic number theory, complex analysis, and infinitesimal calculus. Basically, without him, you wouldn't have maps. And I'm pretty sure he was the smartest guy in the room in the late 1700s. Now, another way to calculate lucky numbers is to write out all of the odd numbers beginning with 1. So, 1, 3, 5, 7, 9, 11, 13, 15, 19, and so on. Then, since the first odd number that is greater than 1 is 3, strike out every third number from your series. So you would have 1, 3, 7, 9, 13, 15, and 19, and so on. Then, since the next number in the series is 7, you strike out every seventh number after one and three. So you have one, three, seven, nine, 13, and 15 left in your series. You can take that further out. Heck, take it all the way out to infinity. I just wanted one particular number to be left in. The number 13. If you use math theory, 13 is a lucky number. And truthfully, 13 really doesn't seem unlucky to me. I have great luck on Friday the 13th. Something very cool usually happens on that day for me. So where did the idea come from that 13 is unlucky? Well, there are several reasons across several cultures. In Christianity, it is said that Judas Iscariot or Jesus would have been the 13th man to take his seat at the Last Supper. Remember, Judas is the betrayer of Christ. Jews believe the number 13 to be unlucky because the crucifixion, or the Last Supper, took place on the 13th of Nisan. If I understand correctly, Jews don't believe in the New Testament, but this is my understanding of the lore. Of course, if the crucifixion occurred on the 13th, that would make it unlucky. But what's the deal with the Last Supper? Historians believe that if the Last Supper took place on the 13th of Nisan, then it wasn't a Passover meal, which means that Christ and the disciples weren't also celebrating the liberation of Hebrews from Egypt. If this is true, then the Jews would be excluded from the Last Supper, and very possibly foods of the Sedar would not have been served. Petrus Bungus, that's a great name, was one of <laughs> Petrus Bungus was one of the first to tout that 13 was unlucky. He was a 17th century mathematician, music theorist, astronomer, philosopher, theologist, and occultist. 
he studied all kinds of theories on numbers, but mostly he studied the mystical significance of numbers. He did this by comparing numbers in historical writings of the time. I. So what does this have to do with 13? Well, he wrote, quote, The Jews murdered 13 times against God in the exodus from Egypt. That the 13th Psalm concerns wickedness and corruption. And that the circumcision of Israel occurred in the 13th year. End quote. According to U.S. lore, there were 13 steps leading to the gallows. One park ranger at Fort Smith Historic Site was quoted as saying, quote, There are 12 steps leading up to the gallows and one step down. End quote. Well, that's morbid and creepy. The next one has to do with the Knights Templar. For those who don't know, the Knights Templar were said to have protected several holy objects, including the Holy Grail, which was the cup that Jesus drank from at the Last Supper. Well, the Knights were also involved in some banking schemes. They loaned quite a bit of money to King Philip IV so he could wage war against England. When King Philip lost the war, he was heavily in debt to the knights. So he conspired with Pope Clement V to have all of the members of the Knights Templar arrested, charged with Satanism, and put to death. The arrests formally began on October 13th of 1307. Okay, <clears throat> so the next one has nothing to do with dates, but it's an interesting little ditty. Thirteen letters in a name means that that person is cursed. I had to write out my name just to make sure. Mine has 17 letters. At least my formal name has 17 if I use Jackie, then I'm at 13. Hmm. I have to think about that. Anyway, some infamous 13-letter names are Charles Manson, Jack the Ripper, Jeffrey Dahmer, Theodore Bundy, and Albert DeSalvo. And if we go a little further, we have Adolphus Hitler. Hitler's formal name was Adolphus. So maybe that 13 letters is only when you use formal names. I might be safe. Or I might change it anyway. In numerology, the number 12 is considered the perfect number. Adding one digit is considered to be greedy. And the greed will be rewarded with bad luck, since you can't improve on perfection. Zoroastrian tradition was founded by Zoroaster, of course, in the 6th century BC. It is a pre-Islamic religion that was created in ancient Persia. Believers of this faith see God as omniscient, knows everything, omnipotent, all-powerful, omnipresent, he's everywhere, He's impossible for humans to conceive. He is unchanging. He is the creator of all life 
and the source of all goodness and happiness. That sounds amazing. I may have to look further into that religion. Well, until you get to the 13 thing anyway. Zoroastrians divided history into four parts. Each part has 3,000 years. Some scholars feel that at the beginning of the 13,000th year, there will be a huge battle of good against evil. Good will prevail, but it's going to be one heck of a battle to get there. So, for a bit, there will be chaos and darkness. I tried to figure out where we are on this timeline, but no one is really sure when the 13,000th year begins. So, I guess we'll just have to wait it out and make sure we have toilet paper. In China, the monks in charge of calendars were working on the lunar cycle. Thirteen full moons in a year. This threw every festival and celebration out of whack. So the monks were miffed and 13 became unlucky. On the flip side of the Chinese monks, the rest of the Chinese considered 13 a lucky number because it means assured growth or definitely vibrant. There's a bone of contention there, I'm sure. Norse mythology tells of 12 gods having a dinner party in Valhalla. The trickster god Loki was not invited, but arrived as the 13th guest. He arranged for horror to shoot Baldar with a mistletoe-tipped arrow. When Baldar died, the whole earth went dark and the earth mourned. Okay, so let's go back to Lucky 13 and see where we stand with Euler and the others in their beliefs. In France, prior to the First World War, 13 was used as a good luck symbol on postcards and charms. Colgate University in New York was founded in 1819 by 13 men with $13, 13 prayers, and 13 articles. The address for the university, just in case you want to write a letter, is 13 Oak Drive, Hamilton, New York. Their male a cappella group is called Cogate 13. The Mayan calendar is set up in 13-day periods. The Mayan pyramids are set up in nine steps, divided into seven days and six nights for a total of 13 days. A standard deck of playing cards is 52 cards with four suits of 13 cards each. A baker's dozen has a vantage loaf. You get one extra loaf of bread for the price of 12. This standard was set up prior to the French Revolution. King Arthur was laid to rest in Avalon with 12 of the greatest knights of the round table. The 13 knights will return when the country is in peril. In medieval texts, there are 13 treasures of Britain. There are 13 postures of Tai Chi, eight gates, and five steps. These are considered the fundamental practices of Tai Chi. In Cantonese-speaking areas, the number 13 is considered lucky because it sounds like the word meaning sure to live. 
In astronomy, there are 13 star constellations in the zodiac. Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Leo, Libra, Scorpio, Sagittarius, Capricorn, Aquarius, Pisces, and the forgotten constellation, Ophicus, the serpent bearer. The sun is in Ophicus from November 30th to December 18th of every year. So why isn't it a part of the zodiac? Well, because 13 doesn't divide into a year very easily. Those monks were onto something there. In Judaism, 13 signifies the age when a boy matures and becomes a bar mitzvah, a full member of the Jewish faith. According to Rabbinic's commentary on the Torah, God has 13 attributes of mercy. The 13th Amendment to the Constitution abolished slavery. That's pretty lucky, I would say. Old Glory, the flag of the United States, once bore 13 stars symbolizing the original 13 colonies. She still bears 13 stripes to symbolize these colonies. The number of stars changes as states are added to the Union. The Great Seal of the United States is adorned with an overhead glory of 13 stars on a blue background. The shield over the eagle's chest bears 13 stripes seven white and six red. The eagle's right talon holds the olive branch of peace, bearing 13 olives and 13 olive leaves. The eagle's left talon holds the weapons of war, 13 arrows. In his beak, we see the scroll bearing the national motto, E Pluribus Unum, consisting of 13 letters. If we turn the seal over, there is an unfinished pyramid of 13 levels. How could any of these things be bad? I don't think they are. Oddly, all this arguing over the lunar calendar might just be crazy talk. If you look at a typical century, only 37 years have 13 full moons. These are called blue moons. A blue moon is when one month has two full moon cycles in it. The other 63 years in a century have 12 full moons in a year. I'll have to pay attention to the next year of 13 full moons. It's due to happen in 2023. Let's see how that turns out. Maybe I'll have a whole year of good luck. I'll come back and tell you about it. The last year of 13 full moons was 2020, and we know how that one turned out. Actually, 2020 wasn't such a bad year for me. I had a good year financially. Emotionally, it was a little rough, but I think all in all, I used my time productively and came out better than I started. The blue moon is considered very lucky. It's a time to make goals for the future. According to spiritual advisors, it's a time when the veil between the two worlds is the thinnest. It marks a time of positive growth in one's personal life. Okay, so that's the number 13 brought to you by Lucky Charms Unplugged. Don't you feel better about it now? I won't use that number to bet, but if it comes my way, 
I'll certainly look for the brighter side of 13. I'm so happy that all of you helped me celebrate the 13th episode of Lucky Charms Unplugged. This season promises to be fun. Please visit my Patreon page on patreon.com, Lucky Charms Unplugged. And don't forget the Facebook group and page where you can interact with me. I'd love to hear from you. And catch me on Instagram. I can be found at Lucky Charms Unplugged at all three. Please remember to go to iTunes and push me at the charts with a five-star rate and review. Those reviews mean so much when it comes to pushing the podcast up the charts. It makes the podcast easier to find, and it helps get sponsors for the show. Thanks so much for listening, participating, and being a part of Lucky Charms Unplugged. Until next time, let's get lucky. Thank you.